Welcome back to Weekend Thoughts. My name is Lincoln Day. Do you still wonder why you have to get a friend to bring you edibles from out of state? I do. Let's talk a little bit about the economic opportunity of cannabis if it were legal in Kentucky. Cannabis legalization is a popular topic these days. A poll conducted uh, by Pew Research Center in April of this year found that fewer than 10% of Americans believe that marijuana should not be legal at all. That means that almost 300 million people are in favor of some form of legalization, be it recreational or even just medicinal. According to the CDC, though, About 22 million people use marijuana in the U.S. So this old adage that you may have heard from your parents or your grandparents that the only people who want to legalize marijuana are the people who use it. Uh, According to these polls, that adage is losing its credibility. And, you know, that's where I think the opportunity lies with legalized cannabis. The people who don't use it could arguably benefit more than the people who do. The sheer size of this market, the people who use marijuana and other forms of marijuana products, is 22 million people. That means huge tax revenues for all the states that are legalizing it and, and gamefully bearing the fruits and, and realizing the tax revenues from that market um, are building schools, building bridges, and bolstering economic growth in every industry, uh, which we desperately need in Kentucky. We've been promised more opportunity, more industries after the exit of coal and the decline in tobacco reduction. Hemp, CBD was the next best thing. Well, I don't see that coming in and replacing anything anytime soon. At least not the the market that tobacco had or coal had. But discussing kind of the, the tax revenue base and the markets that could be Let's dive into a little bit about what the legalized states are realizing from a tax revenue standpoint. Alaska, which is on the very low end of the tax-based structure, um, the legalized states, realized $24 million in tax revenue in 2020. Or California, who's on the opposite end, the high end of the the tax base, realized over $1 billion from tax revenue for cannabis. Based on those figures... Kentucky sits somewhere in the middle of the, the, the median, if you will, uh, of the sample figures. The Motley Fool is a cool website that I follow online, and it, it did an uh, analysis of, all of if all states were to legalize marijuana, how much revenue could they potentially realize? And they found that Kentucky is leaving about $83 million in yearly tax revenues on the table by not legalizing cannabis. Now... If you listen to the podcast with me and Evan and Logan, um, Evan said that he thought that that might be protecting the bourbon industry. That's why we're not legalizing cannabis, which is a valid argument and one, frankly, that I'd never thought of. You know, does the consumption of marijuana or cannabis products hinder the 
usage of bourbon, the consumption of bourbon, well, the bourbon industry is a huge international market. And frankly, Kentucky production of marijuana could be too. So I would like to explore that a little bit more. And maybe that's the truth. But when speaking about tax revenues, um, it's good to speak objectively because there's a they're nuanced, and especially for an illegal industry, there needs to be a margin of error. Um, but you know, saying that, I still think personally that you can conclude that Kentucky is missing out on tens of millions of dollars yearly in tax revenue. Now, if it was just one year where we could make eighty-three million dollars, and or fifty million dollars, or even twenty million dollars. I would say, okay, let's step back and analyze this a little bit more. But this is yearly. This is people using and buying marijuana products year after year. But, of course, in addition to the, the tax revenue opportunity, there's more supporting uh, roles that, that could evolve from the legalization of cannabis in Kentucky. Um, on top of the people that actually produce and grow the plants, um, there could be storefronts or there will be storefronts dispensaries pharmacies things of that nature that actually sell the marijuana oftentimes you don't see the people that are growing a product are the ones who are actually selling it now there is some vertical integration in the industry um but um nevertheless that's leases that are being uh, signed buildings that are being bought to put up storefronts and Depending on the variety, you'll see indoor growers who will be leasing warehouses and buying lights. There's going to need to be light makers and electricians to install those lights. Fertilize makers that uh, for the inevitably outdoor growers. Um, and I think even t-shirt makers for the um, undoubtedly brilliant branding that these uh, <laughs> quote-unquote pot companies will boast. Um just kind of, one thing I like to compare it to when thinking about all of the ancillary and satellite companies that support an industry, uh, I like to think about the thoroughbred business. There are hundreds of businesses, it seems like, just in the Lexington area that support the thoroughbred business. Um, I know welders who weld back gates, build barn stairs, stall doors, um, even repair something on a tractor. Uh, I know people who manufacture fence paint for all of that four-board fence you see when you're driving on your way to Keeneland on Versailles Road. There is hundreds and maybe even thousands of miles of that stuff, and, you, and they paint it almost yearly, at least parts of it. A lot of paint gets manufactured in Lexington. There's even leather workers that make saddles or make boots. There's farriers who actually go from farm to farm and put on horseshoes on the horses and vets and things of that nature that you just really don't think about that will evolve as an industry becomes legalized and grows in the state. But, you know, before I get out of here, I want to talk about something that I have experience in and have done um, in this agricultural space. And that's kind of a preliminary market analysis of an industry, an, an industry that you're thinking about maybe starting a business in. And in this, in this case, it's a cannabis business. And it's, it's what I would do if I were to start a business in this industry, just in an initial review, an initial equation that, you know, maybe will spark my interest in, a, in something else to di- deep dive into. But I encourage you to write it down because it's, uh, it's, for me, it's helped me make some decisions on if I want to get into something or if I think it'll even be worth my time about spending more time. 
some assumptions that I found um, as I was kind of writing this equation out. I I went to statista.com. That's S-T-A-T-I-S-T-A. Um, and I fe- and it said that about 15% of Kentuckians reported using marijuana from 2018 to 2019. That comes out to about 625,000 people in Kentucky that use some form of marijuana. And just from the folks that I've talked with and past experiences, I'm going to arbitrarily decide that uh, those 625,000 people will use about a gram a week. Now, there's some people will use less, and I'm sure likely a lot will use a lot more. But um, this is just a good figure, I think, to start out on, and of course we can build on it later. So that comes out to about 625,000 grams per week. And just to get it back into... Um, metrics that I use on a daily basis. I divided that number by 454, and that gives me about that'll give me pounds per week. Um, and I do this because that's kind of what I do on a daily basis, whether it be um, in the tobacco business or hemp business or anything. We use, especially in outdoor growing, uh, pounds per acre and pounds per dollar um, to figure production and, and economics costs. So that gives us about 1,375, 1,375 pounds per week. Um, and, and on an average, an outdoor plant, from what I've been able to gather, will, will yield about three-quarters of a pound but uh, of a marketable product, buds. Um, but for purposes of this equation, I'm going to re- reduce that to about a half of a pound uh, of yield of marketable product per plant. And based on some of the hemp figures that we, d- that we deal with, you can space about... 3,600 plants uh, per acre. So if you multiply 3,600 plants per acre times 0.5, that gives you your yield. Um, You'll yield about 1,800 pounds of marketable product per acre. Um, I multiplied that um, by 52 to find a yearly production, which is uh, about 40 acres is what you need to supply the Kentucky market. If 625,000 citizens used one gram per week, take about 40 acres. Now, here's where it gets juicy. If an outdoor grower, and that's my experience, can yield about 1,800 pounds per acre, and they can get about half of a pound per plant, which is 1,800 pounds, they can realize $1.8 million dollars at conservative market prices. That means that if you can sell a pound for $1,000, which translates to really only about $2.20 per gram, uh, you can yield $1.8 million per acre. Now, I don't know about you, but the last time I was in a dispensary, grams were being sold for about $20. So take that for what you will. Now, full disclosure here, um, I think as more states legalize and the industry starts to evolve, There'll be more supply in the market, therefore price will go down. There might even be a race to the floor. Um, That's just my opinion, and I think that will inevitably happen. That's why I think it's important to automate and make your processes as efficient as possible so you can get your costs down as much as possible. But that's what I think about uh, the cannabis legalization in Kentucky. Why don't you add us with some of your thoughts? See you next week.